Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hello everyone, Jenna Cameron, John Rich. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling on this uh, now Tuesday morning. Well, two big things yesterday in Philadelphia sports. Obviously, the first, and we'll go chronological order, you get the news, basically, you get the news, that the Eagles are keeping Nick Sirianni. Diana Rossini, also Mike Garofalo, both reporting the Eagles are holding a press conference tomorrow. Press conference will include Howie. It'll include Nick. That pretty much gets you there. I know they did the Doug Peterson press conference years ago, but different circumstances. They will not make that mistake again. So we pretty much get um, essentially verification, if you will, that Sirianni's back. The other thing, obviously, Embiid. I mean, he puts up a frickin' 70 burger, which is amazing. And I usually use the word frickin' as a, uh, an F-bomb substitute, as a, as a <laughs> frustrating negative. No, 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 uh, no, uh, remarkable, absolutely incredible. Look, we'll talk about it with you here today at 215-592-9494, particularly if you were down there last night. I mean, if you were at the Wells Fargo Center, and it's funny, I almost went to the game and I didn't, and obviously I'm kicking myself now, but love to hear from you if you were there last night, watched on TV. I mean, what a performance by Embiid, an all-timer, literally, an all-timer, so Hop aboard the phone lines. We'll have some fun with that as well. And what it means for the 76ers moving forward in this season where we hope they can lift us all up. Look, 215-592-9494. That and more on the table. Your phone calls, Mr. Rich Rich. Hello, Joe. Hello there, buddy. A study in 2018 found that wearing a necktie can reduce the blood flow to your brain yep. by up to 7.5%. I believe it. I do. Yeah, I hate, so, so I it's hate unhealthy. It. To wear a necktie. I can feel it, too. I I think you can feel that. You tie the tie, and you feel constricted. Especially if you have a – and guy like you, you've been putting on a lot of weight. Guy like – you know, when it gets uh, (laughs) – He's he's lost like 100 (laughs) pounds since time of our show. I'm joking. Uh, I've put on some weight. Um, Oh. You know, when you have a shirt that that no longer – Lately? I mean, just over the last, you know, five to eight years, you know. I'm doing better now because I'm walking a lot. I actually lost weight last year, man. My walking's been now it's it's restricted in the cold weather. There's only so much oh. I can walk in the hallways of my apartment complex without losing my mind like it's the freaking shining. You That's are a freaking warrior. I am man. a warrior, man. You, yeah, it's, you it's walk tough, through man. the the hallways. I do. To I'm keep dude, your, I'm not going outside when it's walking twenty up. degrees. I just people in the building definitely talk about the weird uh, guy walking around the hallways, right? Hundred <laughs> percent. James, I was yesterday with a, a ski, uh, not like full covering the eyes and the face, but, you know, or near the eyes, but I had a hat on. I had a winter hat on yesterday because it's cold even inside. A That's ski great. mask? Well, you, you know you were suggest- I not, I not to find down. a nice ski mask. It's been a while since yeah. I've worn a nice ski oh, mask. Oh, they're great, they man. They work. They're great for robbing. They're okay. great for sledding. They're great for sledding as well. All right, let's get to it here, 215-592-9494. Before we get to the Eagles and the decision to retain Sirianni, and your chance to react to that. Let's let's also weigh in on MB. Matter of fact, before we go any further, let's listen to it. I, I'm always cognizant this early in the morning. Perhaps there's some people that are either unaware of what happened or just didn't experience it live. You might have been sleeping. You might have been working. Who the heck knows? Uh, MB went for 70 last night. And 
It's the highest point total in the history of the Sixers franchise. That obviously means not only above Doc and above Barkley and above Iverson, but even above Wilt Chamberlain, which you just don't get into that territory too often when Wilt Chamberlain played for your franchise. Joel did it. Now, obviously, Wilt played for the Warriors and went above 70. But Joel uh, went to 70 last night, got it late in the game, dominant throughout, 24 points in the first quarter. And uh, let's listen to Joel's march to 70 as he got there last night. 68 points in a game. Chance at 70. Embiid. Coast to coast for 70. And that obviously, Kate Scott and NBC Sports Philadelphia. I mean, John, your thoughts on 70. Like, 70. It was, uh, I mean, after the first quarter when he had scored 24 and the team had scored 34, you know, it was the the team had scored just 10 points more than he had. I was going nuts. I I was telling my my children, I was telling my daughters, yelling, they're working on their homework. I'm yelling up to them saying, Joel Embiid is on pace to score 96 points, guys. Right, right, right. 96 points. This is crazy. And then, you know, the... Things things leveled out a, a bit, and it felt like it wasn't the historic uh, thing. But then when they started getting him the ball, when they started, you you could tell they were pushing to make sure he was the one shooting. Yep. It 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 became historic again. He is absolutely elevating his game. We we expect that that happens because he has done that year after year. But this year feels like he's taken it an added step yeah. because in part of the addition of, of Nick nurse, he's also know, total, his cause that he's also in his prime. He's in his athletic prime. I mean, he's, yeah. he's at that point where he understands the game and athletic brilliance there and basic skill set there. I'm mean, going to say basic. I mean, his level of basic, which is remarkable and has always been remarkable, but he's refined his game. Oh. You know, I'll be interested today and I want to hear from everyone at two, one, five, five, nine, two, 94, 94. I'm, I'm really interested on, on, on this level with what happened last night. How much can you just purely enjoy it, and it's a pure enjoyment? And how much does the conversation for you enter the yeah, but thing? I found it incredibly enjoyable, and and I wasn't thinking forward. I, I wasn't projecting this out to, okay, how does this translate to better? I was. I do. I do. I, was. I, do. <laughs> I, I, I struggle to not have yeah, but. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I think you got to figure out a way to yeah. stay more in the moment, man, because last night, Victor Webb and Yama out there, like yeah. that was a huge deal, the, a huge matchup, a huge face-off of, of the future uh, of the NBA. But no, it is. But you know what? I No, I, you're right, Johnny, but I'll say this. I, and he was really outstanding. That, that was amazing watching what he did. Uh, well, he's – He's going to be amazing. He already is really good. I'll just say this. I, I, you know, come playoff time, you know, they'll double team Joel Moore, and then it's okay. He's back to having to pass out of the double team and recognition of the double team coming over. And, and the rest of our team is better. A lot well, of them weren't even healthy enough to play last are night. Are they better than – They'll be healthy enough to play when we get to the playoffs. Are they better than when they had Jimmy Butler and lost in the second round? I think they will be, uh, yes. <laughs> do you? I do. do. They're a tough guy. I do. All right, so look, we'll, we'll, it's all on the table. And again, I don't want to strip from the celebration. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing. But I am truly curious. Uh, and, of course, you can just, you know, pay homage to Embiid here tonight, today, 215-592-9494-40 did last night. But I am curious how much of the conversation for you enters a yeah, but. Yep, it was amazing, but I got to see it in the postseason. Is that top of mind for you or just the greatness of Embiid top of mind? Hop aboard the phone lines and react. And look, congrats to Joel. It's it's an incredible achievement. All right, let's get to the Eagles here. 
So we, we pretty much know the decision uh, because and the Eagles haven't made it official, and they were never going to issue a press release in the manner that Jerry Jones did with the uh, Dallas Cowboys. I mean, that's certainly not their style. We just we know it. We know it. Uh, Mike Garofoli yesterday, uh, early afternoon, put out the following tweet. He said, Eagles say they'll have a press conference on Wednesday with Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman. So that settles that on Sirianni. Diana Rossini also weighed in, you know, similar type of thing. So let's get everyone's reaction. Your chance to weigh in, 215-592-9494. You could mostly see it coming yesterday, but we didn't know for sure. Um, John, first crack at it here. I mean, I am. I feel confident we can now assume Nick Sirianni's back. Very confident. Very, very confident. I like 100%. I'm still holding out hope no, that no, no, Nick no, no. can pull a Doug. No, it's something not gonna, can not cause happen. him to grow a spine and refuse to remain complicit they're, with what this has become. They're past this that. has become emasculating, too. This All has right. become you fire everybody and do the dirty work, yeah. and we'll keep you around. With you. You'll have our blessing if you do this nasty stuff that no one wants to do. All right, give me your reaction. got to have more pride than this. Give too. me your I, reaction to Sirianni being back. Not have not having gone anywhere. He's not back. He never it's left. It's weak. Howie is failing if he brings Nick Sirianni back. This is delaying the inevitable. And you've got incredible options out there. You've got incredible Hall of Fame options out there. Historic Who options. would coach our team better and improve and develop our quarterback better. Howie is committing to mediocrity if he brings Sirianni back. Uh, you you got to fix this. You got to put us over the top. With a young game planner slash play designer slash play caller that no one can hire away, you've got to hire the guy that Nick Sirianni was supposed to be. I'm still holding out hope, Joe. And and remember, uh, the players, I, I think this season the players were questioning the coaches' coaching chops when things got simple and, and DBs are running our routes for us. When we didn't have answers to the blitz, that's a real problem. Our offense was so simplistic that defenses stymied it and and scoffed at it. And, and Howie, you want to bring that back. You want to bring that coach and his staff. Well, I guess not his staff. Right. I guess this is the, the trick. You bring that coach who's complicit and create a new staff around him. Is that reason enough to bring Nick back, that he's complicit with the front office? Did he do a job that was good enough to bring him back, or is he coming back because the front office knows that they can control him moving forward? That's the ultimate question. Well, and I think it, they also believe like I'm I think leaning. They, I think they believe in him, although also. You might disagree with whether they should, but I don't think they would have him back if they didn't believe, believe in him believe that he can grow into something different than what they hoped he would grow into, I guess. This well, is not what was planned. No, okay. This, the, the play they might caller, also be looking at the majority of time and not the last six weeks. Yeah. Like, you know? It's not, it's not a totally unreasonable position. Yes. Guys, a, we need a better Jalen teacher, first and foremost, above all else. How are we bringing him back when, when – Look, that, that Jack's out of the box. Like, we know that Jalen and, and Nick have problems and that they didn't work well together this season. And, and Brian Johnson was, was Jalen's family best buddy friend. It's going to be 
more problematic, that relationship. That Jack coming out of the box that Nick and Jalen had problems, that's a that, that's a clown now. That, a clown has, has come out of the box. We've seen the, the missteps. We've seen this coach fail at designing an offense that works to this quarterback's best accord to his best uh, advantage. On a regular basis, I thought it was unfair the way they asked Jalen to go run around and save the day. I don't have plays that are good enough. I don't have blitz design pickups that are good enough. Go run around and make something happen. That's troubling. That's problematic. That's not good enough. There are Hall of Fame coaches available. Why are we not bringing them in here and talking to them? Well, listen, it's a, it's a reasonable question, and we'll see where everyone stands on it at 215-592-9494, what you just asked there, John. I mean, I know you're sort of being rhetorical, but sort of not. Look, here's the deal. I think the Eagles, and by the Eagles, let me be clear, it's Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman. I think they have made a mistake in retaining Nick Sirianni. I think it's a mistake. I will say this. I'm not as disturbed as John sounds. Um, I do put a lot of this on Hertz. I've been very clear about that in recent days and weeks to an extent. So, you know, I, I think there's a great case that Hertz was more culpable than Sirianni. Um, I think I, we all know the defense stunk. We all know Patricia might have been forced upon Sirianni. Um, you know, I, I am I am somewhat intrigued by Sirianni with new coordinators. Look, again, I think it's a mistake by Lori, but – you know, he did make the playoffs three years in a row. He did get the team in the Super Bowl two years ago, two, two seasons, whatever you want to call last year. Did you think um, he should less be? Less than a year ago. Yeah, less, <laughs> less, 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 less than a year ago. So what you're saying is you're now feeling, okay, I can swallow this. I can, look. It, I, like I'll, you're, you're, you're acquiescing. Like, I feel like this is inevitable, so I have to take no, it. So maybe I can justify it. with No, him. it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of Doug and Carson. I mean, I, if you go back then, I... I was telling you then I thought Carson was more culpable. I'm telling you now, and I know this goes counter to many people. Guys, I thought Nick had a horrible end of the year. I thought Jalen had a worse end of the year. I'm just being honest with you. I mean, that's what I believe. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm misreading the situation. But I can understand if the owner thinks the quarterback was largely responsible, Mm -hmm. you know, does the coach have to go? And the answer is no, the coach doesn't have to go. Look, we'll he doesn't t- have to go, but what has changed? Has he become a better coach in the last four or five days, or has he groveled for his job for the last four well, or five days? Did that make him a more suitable coach to lead this team? In my opinion, it did not. And in my opinion, it probably hurt the way the team perceives him. And that's another thing that this well, front office doesn't seem to pick up on. Yeah, I like, get it. This is all news. I get it. Guys can read about what's going on. Look, your phone calls on this, 215-592-9494. So two totally different topics. Number one, your reaction to MB, the 70-point game, is it for you, you know, pure joy and, you know, celebrate them? Or is there a tinge or perhaps a lot of, yeah, but, like, yeah, but I need to see it in the postseason? And then on the on the Eagles front, your reaction to the decision to retain Nick Sirianni to keep him, and 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 is it the right call or the wrong call? And and how do you justify it in your mind? Joe to Cameron, John Rich, your phone calls, 215-592-9494. Here's what's happening at Borgata. Don't miss out on the action at Borgata's poker room where great cards, lucky seats, and high hands bring excitement to every player. Open seven days a week. Excitement is baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Well, this was Lenny Dykstra's song in 93 when he would come to bat, start me up. Look, Joel obviously gave us a great shot of adrenaline last night as Philadelphia sports fans. And let's be real, we needed it. Because, you know, we're feeling really low on the Eagles front. A lot of people are not going to be happy Sirianni's being retained. Some will be happy. Some will just be accepting. But many will be unhappy. Where do you stand on it? 215-592-9494. Let's kick it off with Lou in Philadelphia. Lou, start us up. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Good morning, crew. How y'all doing? Doing all right, Lou. Doing okay there, my man. Hey, 70 spot from Joel and B last night. It was great to watch history. I was doing the same as John. My my son was studying for a final exam for the <laughs> second semester, and I was yelling up. First, yeah. I was texting the first quarter. We got 30. So, you know, during the first half, 59 and 31 minutes, and then in the, by the fourth, I was like, oh, they're bringing them back out. Come down and watch this. You have to see this. Yep. You don't get to see this all the time. It was great. Um, it was refreshing. I just need to see him be crash the boards a little bit more. Which, as I was saying that during the game, he ended up with nine offensive rebounds, 18 boards to finish. And I need to see what he's going to do in the playoffs. Yeah. It seems like, but one, the, the year but for me is, is that I think the motivation was Wimbayama last night, and I need to see sure. this against everyone from Joel Embiid. I also think this is the best version of the Sixers in Joel Embiid's career. This is the best version of I don't. I don't. I would take that. Look, as of now, I would take that Jimmy Butler team from 2019. But, you know, this is close. They, you know, honestly, they've all been close. I mean, they, they, they always are between 50 and 56 wins. They always get to the second round, except for the one year when they lost in the first round of Boston, which was in part, believe it or not, because Ben Simmons missed that series, and he was their second-best player in the absence of Jimmy Butler. I mean, I – I don't see it, frankly, that much different, Lou. But, look, I acknowledge that there is a certain – there is a chance. There is absolutely a chance that they can hammer through the playoffs this year, you know, that they can get to a conference final, they can get to an NBA final. I mean, it's not crazy talk. I mean, damn it, they freaking should have done it last year. But And and, and I'm not saying necessarily get to the finals, but they certainly should have gotten in the Eastern Conference Finals. They're up three games to two. We should feel you know, they great. Had, they had game six at home. They, they they were right there with four minutes to go in the game. I mean, this is not an impossibility. And watching, so just go do it. Watching Wembenyama yeah. last night, you can see the development that needs to be made by him. Well, you know, sure. We have the developed version of Victor Wemby. Like, yeah. like, and it's so obvious. Watching Joel knock him all over the sure. court. It wasn't even a contest. But Joel's 10 years older. Yeah, he's 19 yeah. now. Give that guy <laughs> six years, <laughs> eight got, years, 10 years. He's leading years. the league in blocks as we, a 19-year-old. Right. <laughs> We've got the guy who can destroy this league. He can physically destroy this league. Is he going to show up for – if, if there's a game he, seven? He's gonna show, he, he didn't show up last year, game seven. He was he was like, he was like dead upon arrival. I understand, and it feels like that's been the story. Yeah, I mean, year. it has been. But it also feels like this, this year we're better than we've been. You really believe every that? Every previous season. I do believe we're better than better we've coach. been. And is it because yes. is Maxi, in your opinion, the second? Maxie's is he the best? Is he the best second best player they've had? 
Meaning, like him well, versus Ben versus Jimmy Butler. He's not better than Butler. I don't think I, can I don't know. Say he's getting that pretty either. close though, James. He's getting, he's I know really good, but as an all-around player, he's not what Jimmy coach, Butler was. The coach combined. I don't know. With I got to think about that. Combined, I, I with, tend to think you're right, but I don't know. I mean, he's he's averaging like 26 points yeah, a game. Yeah, but Butler was a, a great defensive. player, I know he too. was. I, I know. He's certainly better than Ben was when Ben was their second best player. That's why I only said Jimmy. No, yeah. I get it. I I get it. Let's go to Ken and Ken, uh, Cinnaminson right now. Ken, good morning, pal. Good morning, friends. How are you today? Doing yeah, all right, yeah. Ken. Uh, first of all, real quick on Embiid. It, it's nice. It's cool. Um, but, uh, you know, when he does it against the Celtics in game six of the conference finals, then we'll start talking about naming bridges after him. Otherwise, <laughs> it's, it's just another regular season NBA game, which is really about as meaningless as it gets. Wow. So, Look at you, the Grinch. The Grinch after Christmas. It's the regular season in the NBA. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's still on. seventy though, Ken. He's the ninth guy in the history of the league to do it. I mean, well, yeah, know. I could do it. You know, but that's <laughs> you think a, that's not a high bar? No. So, um, I, I just love hearing John get apoplectic. It's it's the highlight of my morning to hear John get apoplectic day after day as it becomes evident that the Eagles are going to do what they should do and retain the only head coach that they've ever had that has made the playoffs in every season he's been a head coach in the NFL. Uh, the, the guy's 34-17 and 17 as a head coach, and John wants to fire him for the last six games. So, Well, I will you, tell you, you know, this, Ken. I will tell you this, and you've been on the record, and I, I get your point. I will tell you this. The fact that it took till the Monday after um, a whole nother round of the playoffs tells me that they strongly considered it. You know, I, because I, – I, I, and, and so – oh, no. I, they str- I, I they strongly when, considered it. I think when Jeffrey when Jeffrey Lurie finally talks and he's not going to talk until the owners meeting probably. Probably. I think when he finally speaks and somebody asks him, "Well, why did you wait so long?" He's probably going to say something along the lines of, "Well, there really is nothing to announce." It'll be a lie. It'll be a lie, though, Ken. 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 It'll be a lie. They 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 really deliberated on this one. So, who's who's the most who was the most blitzed quarterback in the NFL this year? I believe it was Jalen. It was Jordan Love. Okay. Now, why would you blitz Jordan Love? Oh, yeah, Jalen was Jordan third. Love. So your point yeah. is Jordan Love handled it better than Jalen, and it's a blame Jalen thing. Look, I blame Jalen, too. No, we, we think, we think, we think uh, Matt LaFleur is a pretty good head coach. You know, so they're not blitzing Matt LaFleur. They're blitzing the quarterback because they don't think the quarterback is capable of deciphering what he's seeing. What we saw with Jordan Love was that as the season progressed, he got better at it. And to the point where when you're going to throw this pressure at him, you're actually playing into his hands because he's going yeah. to beat you. And Jalen has not become that. Well, I will tell so, you this, Ken, I, and, and, and Jalen's far from a finished product and good call there. I am bo- One thing I am bothered. plan. I, I mean, uh, like, I'm positive that they do things more by that West Coast book. I watch them. You but know, but Ken's retort. Grow hot. But Ken's report, Jeff, retort to and, you would be, but do they think – Jalen can do that West Coast thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, that's, that would be your retort. That's that been was, your retort. It has been my retort. It and my been. response is yes, they think Jalen can do those things because I you expect have to you expect to see him next year. Young kids in middle school do those things. Ex- I know they that Jalen can do it too. What I, do I, I don't. Expect how do you know? How do you know that? Because the idea of what we're talking about is very basic and simple. It's just that they are choosing not to do but it. But not everybody they can do it. Choosing not, every- not to devote players to protection. They are choosing to get them out in routes instead. It's a sacrifice that you have to sure. make. That they're choosing 
the more uh, dangerous option in terms of health well, no question for Jalen, that. which yeah. it, that, that part really surprises well, me. Well, it bothers me. It bothers and me. And I wonder if it bothers Jalen, and I wonder if that's part of the issue here, too. Well, look, we'll take your phone calls, 215-592-9494. Another report related to the Eagles from yesterday. We'll get into that. Plus, your chance today on the program to win Green Day tickets, that and more. We will celebrate Embiid, but we'll also, get, also ask you how much is a yeah but after that performance, all of that and more on the table. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, 94 WIP. Let me tell you about the exciting things going on at Lexus of Cherry Hill. It's a new year, so time for a new ride from Lexus of Cherry Hill. The L Certified Winner Collection is going on now at Lexus of Cherry Hill. Receive special finance rates on select L Certified Lexus now through February 29th. They've got over 300 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and Lexus of Cherry Hill has proudly served the Delaware Valley since 1989, they are family-owned and operated. On top of all that, they are veteran-owned. And my friends at Lexus of Cherry Hill, now a six-time J.D. Power Dealer of Excellence recipients for the customer sales experience. So stop in, see Tony LaBello and his team, and you will see why they continue to be awarded this prestigious honor. Visit LexusofCherryHill.com 24-7. Lexus of Cherry Hill, family-owned and operated. Well, the hook brings you back, and so does Joel Embiid. You know what else brings me back, Joe? What? what? A gob. A what? You know what a gob is? I know what a god is. You know what a moon pie? A moon pie. Yeah, I've, I've never heard a moon pie called a gob before. A gob. You got, you got a, like the a same thing? soft chocolate patty, like a cookie okay with cream in the middle sure you got two thick cookies with cream in the and middle. you're not talking about an oreo not an oreo like the bigger, bigger thing it's yeah. bigger. i know what you're saying like you, you see them in a convenience store pie. well i think of that as isn't that like a whoopee something like a whoopee uh what's that called a whoopee, whoopee pie i don't know if it's whoopee pie it's whoopee something what is that called whoopee whoopee what whoopee what joe Seltzer, he's not helping me out here. <laughs> I don't. I you got me. You've heard the whoopee no, term, it's, it's right? Whoopee pie. I've heard whoopee, whoopee pie. Too. Okay, whoopee pie. Yeah. All right, that's okay. good. You've heard the yeah. the term. Have yeah. you had the whoopee oh, pie? Oh yeah. Yourself, you like the whoopee pie? Oh yeah. Hundred percent. I love the whoopee pie. Okay. The okay. gob. I don't like the marshmallow fluff. Never been a well, fan. I'm of not really? a huge. I'm not oh, a I huge love the fluff fan, like it. but Big it's fluff different guy. in a gob. I like I, it. No one calls it a gob. I've never heard. No, you got to get rid of the that. The gob yeah. thing is not yeah. real. Get, get that, it is no one, real. No one no calls it a gob. What are you talking about? No one never heard that before. All right. So while we're right. while we're doing rulings, I need a ruling here because I was truly confused by a tweet yesterday. I think I know which way it means, but I'm not certain. So D Gunn, Derek Gunn, put out a tweet yesterday about Brian Johnson. I'm going to read it verbatim, and then let's interpret what we think it means. I know how people react to what they think it means. I think it might be the other way, but I'm not sure. So Derek Gunn tweeted yesterday uh, yesterday morning, 11.50 a.m. He tweeted, all indications are Brian Johnson will not be returning as the Eagles OC. He will land elsewhere in some offensive capacity. Now, a lot of people assume this meant he's gone from the Eagles, and, and that might be the intent. I looked at it and said, well, is he saying he's going to land elsewhere within the Eagles in some offensive capacity? The first time I, I don't read know. it, I thought what you did, yeah. and then I reread it, 
And I thought, no, there's just no possibility. So you think elsewhere means different team? Yeah. I believe that. You believe that, too? Different team. But I read it the same way you did the first time I read it. So I didn't even think about it the way you did until you said it. And it it could be either way. I initially thought it definitely meant he's gone, but... Well, here's I mean, where it, it, it could be right either way. Here's where here's where it could be that he's staying here. If he goes elsewhere, of course he's in an offensive capacity somewhere. He's an offensive coach. <laughs> exactly. Good point. Like he will land yeah. elsewhere in some offensive capacity. Well, it didn't matter for Juan Castillo and Matt Patricia. Yeah, but that's rare. You know that's I rare. I mean, I think it's just a throwaway uh, phrasing. So you in, think in this week. means you think this means that Brian Johnson is gone? Gone. Yes. Well, we'll see. I they're don't just know. waiting for. I think they don't. I guess the reason they're not firing him is because if he goes somewhere else, they get compensatory picks. Correct. Well, they definitely would get a compensatory yeah. pick. Yeah. I mean, I I would see that's going to be a question in the press conference tomorrow. Has Brian Johnson been fired? Yes or no? I guess. Well, we, Howie and his love of draft picks. I'm assuming yeah. he'll say no. You know, it's going to be he gets another job. That press conference is going to be fascinating. And I tell you, if there's something to me that would be even more fascinating than the press conference, it's the preparation today and tomorrow, John. Because you know Bob Lang, he runs the Eagles media relations, public relations, whatever you want to call it. Very yes, good at Bob it. He's very good. Working in the PR department right. back when I was a player. Yeah. In for for the Eagles. Well, first off, if you're going to go Bob Lang knowledge, let's go back. Let's go back to DeCamera's youth. Mm-hmm. Bob Lang, two years ahead of me at the prep. Bob Lang, two <laughs> years ahead of me at Fairfield. All right. Mm-hmm. Did you know? Uh, I did not. He's a stag, huh? <laughs> Actually, he's a stag and I a prep. Did not know prep. that. All my friends knew him. I, I was, dude. I was. I told you, I was in the two thirty one track team. All your friends knew him. So I, I just ran they... out of school. I just ran mm. out of school. I, I mean, other my friends knew people from. Like, I didn't know Rob McLean. He was one year in front of me. I didn't, I didn't know him at all. He's like, a, he's <laughs> good a, job by you. He's Jeff. a massive international star. The guy was literally one year in front of me at the prep. I didn't know him. I didn't know him at all. <laughs> and he probably didn't know me at all. Because when school ended, bang, I'm out the door. All right, let's go to the phones. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Self right now. We're going to get to those Green Day tickets soon. Good morning, Self. What's going on, man? Quite a bit. Hey, hey listen, I want to I want to get straight at, at John, man, because I expect for you to say certain stuff. But John, as a former player, should know better. Uh-oh. First of all, how are you going to sit there and blame Sirianni for the offensive and defensive coordinators that we had on this team? Just because he's the head coach, he's the facilitator. He has other jobs to do than just offense and defense and, 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 and uh, babysit these coaches that's supposed to know what they're doing, right? So, first of all, I keep trying to tell this station, the problem is Howard Roseman, who don't know nothing about or he just know how to be a cheapskate and save money, and Jeffrey Lloyd, who's also cheap, and that's why they got the coordinator. That's not accurate, oh, Self. That's it, not, it that's not a- accurate. Self, they spend a tremendous they, they got a quarterback on a so, $255 million contract. Mike Reese just put out an article about what? the Patriots spending, and Jeffrey Lurie has spent more money than any owner in the NFL since 2000, I believe. This and you're talking about salary cap? Cash money. Cash like money. money given out to yeah. extra contracts, pay, si- signing bonuses, all that. He spent the most of any owner in the NFL. I mean, Self, just help me understand this, Self. How do you – I'm just curious – how do you come to the conclusion that Lurie's cheap? All right. Listen. Listen carefully. Okay, I'm listening. And, and, and you might not like it, but I'm, I call it like I see it. Every player that left, right, mm-hmm. refused the homeboy discount. Every player that stayed, accept the homeboy discount, right? On the other end, the brotherhood payout was there. 
Who, how else, first of all, you're not going to let Jalen go to no other team, so you have to pay him. Yeah, but if they didn't have go, to pay him when they did. They could have had a, him on a rookie deal for a whole other year. And they, mean, get, they gave him. Now you risk him wanting to go somewhere else the next year. Should he prove himself even greater? Well, so let me ask you a question. When they signed Nandi Asamoah, was that being cheap or was that giving big money to the wrong player at the wrong time? Yeah. It was wrong, uh, wrong, 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 it was, wrong, it wrong was money. A judgment, just like everything else that Howard Roseman calculated. Yeah, I mean, so I, I just think you're, I just so, think you're way wrong. Appreciate the call, but I think you're way, factually, like factually wrong, like, way wrong, literally yeah. wrong. Yeah, ultra <laughs> die hard. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, let's get to today's Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. After you visit the Philly Auto Show, visit Armin Chevrolet for a great deal on a new or pre-owned Chevrolet. Together, let's drive ArminChevy.com. Today's question, will the 76ers get past the second round this season? Yes or no? This is the first time this season we're asking this question. My guess is we'll ask it three or four different times. We're asking it now. They've played 42 games. Um, I know they entered yesterday with the third best record in the East. Maybe they're tied for second now. They were half game back entering yesterday. Um, bottom line, do you think they get past the second round? Yes or no? One so, other thing. Go ahead, John. I'm sorry. Self asked at the beginning of his call, how we can blame or how I can blame Nick Sirianni for the offense. Yeah. Well, or, coordinators or is what defense, he said. Coordinators. coordinators. Yeah. Remember, Nick Sirianni told us that he's calling the plays. Like, this this became uh, this big secretive, like, well, some. He hey, said sometimes some. I'm some. calling the plays. Right. Sometimes Brian's calling the plays. It's my offense. I do the planning. Like, this is his offense. I It, it doesn't matter. I agree with that. Right. It, it is his offense, and, and really, when we least expect it, we saw it slip back into Nick Sirianni mode quite a few times this year where we saw all the, the rocket screens and the, and the crazy stuff and lack of running and, and everything else. It felt more Nick Sirianni's this season, and that's a bad thing. And I can't believe, I can't believe that's not being weighed more heavily. Well, let me ask you, and look, John, I, I weigh it strongly, but let me ask you a question. Percentage chance, in your opinion, that Nick Sirianni was the one that actually made the decision to hire Brian Johnson, Sean Desai, Matt Patricia. Three different guys. I don't know. Right. I mean, I, you know, I, like, I think it would have to be a case by case. Well, it could be. I mean, I, I don't know. I the mean, Matt Patricia. Yeah. And James, James, not he, good that he, that was a. Nick Sirianni hire. James, these are the kind of questions I'm fascinated by tomorrow at the press conference, and I'd love to know, and, and, and I, I don't want to call people liars, but I think we all know there's some combination of misdirection and, and obfuscating and, and lying, fibbing. If you want to call. Like, James, how many times tomorrow if they're asked direct questions, will they either walk around it or lie? A lot of time, the vast majority of times. I, I think there's no question about it. They don't want us to know a lot of this stuff. Right. And, and and that's part of this whole discussion. You know, there's so much of this that we don't really know. Like, like, do Nick and Jalen actually have an issue? Like, we don't right. know that. And they're We're certainly not going to say yes. It. We're inferring it. Correct. So, like, there's so much of this stuff that that I'm right. sure they'll walk around. And, and John, the point when I for those that uh, were wondering when I when I brought up the name Bob Lang earlier, and then we kind of veered off. The point I was getting at is. What I'd like to see even more interesting in the press conference is the preparation for the press conference. <laughs> the private setting where those three guys are in a room. Bob Lang, who works with Sirianni and Howie on how to answer questions publicly. And, like, he's going to be firing questions off at them. They're going to be as probing as can be to try to prepare them for those squirmy moments where they've got to, 
fight oh, their way out of a out of a out of a squirm and how they answer the questions <laughs> will key us to whether or not they're being truthful. I mean, it it's always comes through. But there, I, I, we get Nella. an indication, but you never fully know. Sometimes did they just lie? I mean, you just don't. I mean, I remember Bobby Clark one time, and you might remember this. Ray, he was on, I think it was on Comcast, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I lied." Yeah, and, uh, and, and oh, and, it became a huge Conklin bit for years. You remember, Hello, you, liars! Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> so. You know, I mean, like, I'll, I'll say this. If I was, forget forget if I was doing a post-show press conference. Let's say I'm on the street and I meet somebody. And let's say I don't like John. By the way, I do like John. And I love doing the show, John, with you. But let's say I didn't. And let's say I both didn't like you and didn't like your presence on the show. And I meet Frank Smith out there on the street. I don't know Frank. I can't trust Frank. He's not a friend of mine. Not someone I can truly confide in. Regular guy. Frank Smith never met him before. He's like, hey, Hammer, nice to meet you. Hey, we're, hey, what do you think of Richie? You know what my answer is going to be? I love John. Love working with John. It's awesome. Because I'm not going to tell this random guy I don't know, yo, I think John's a fool. <laughs> By the way, I actually also don't like him, and I think he's horrendous for the show. Uh-huh. I would never, I would lie. Right. I would lie. I'm, I'm being honest with you. I would lie. So Everyone would. <laughs> right. I mean, everyone mo- should. Most people would. Yeah. Most Anyone people with would. sense would. Yeah. All right, 215 592 Let's give you a chance to wait to, to, uh, today to win Green Day tickets. Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything Just a remarkable band. I am one of those and they got a big old concert coming to Philadelphia. August 9th at Citizens Bank Park. In addition to Green Day, Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindis, all at Citizens Bank Park next summer. Tickets on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. All right, here's the deal. We sort of touched on this yesterday, and the best answer whoever provides it today on the show is going to win the pair of tickets to see this tremendous band, Green Day. We touched on this briefly yesterday on our program about the use of a name as a common word or phrase. I had referenced John, and I was just kind of poking fun at him, like, you know, the John, you know, like the, the toilet, like John's a toilet, which is ironic, James, because at one point I referenced myself as such, which was a really bad job by me. All right, Jetta Cameron, the toilet here. I mean, I still don't know quite. What were you doing? I think I was transitioning to something else, but like it's. The... I think you were trying to say you were actually funny enough trying right. to call John a toilet, and uh, you were trying to say Joe to camera and the toilet oh here, God. and it came out wrong. And I said it too close together. All right, yep. so the toilet, you know, the John, the John is the toilet. It's a classic. Here's what we're looking for today, because this also is John Hancock's. Um, this is on the date, you know, day he was born, way back in the 1700s. Um, and without Hancock, by the way, we might not have become a nation. He, he and Samuel Adams were co- kind of the igniters of the whole thing up in Boston in the 1760s. So Hancock, obviously, you know, show me your, you know, give me your John Hancock. It's it's colloquial for your signature. Um, give me the best use ever of the name as either a common word or a common phrase. Now, let me be clear. We're not talking about, like, there's some guy named Eiffel, and they named a tower after him, and it's Eiffel Tower. We're not we're not talking about that. Like, we're talking about, like, the John. Something more along. I, Richie, when you think of a name. Okay, I got As I got a common word or a common phrase, and the, whoever provides mm-hmm. the best example is going to see Green Day in August. John, what do you got here? 
I was told about uh, when I was growing up. Yep. My mom's name is Georgian. Okay. She had a tough time as a little girl because everyone would say, Georgie Porgy Pudding Pie yeah. kissed the girls and made them cry. Yep. And her name's Georgie, and all these little kids are saying, she's kissing all the girls yep. and making them cry. Yep. It was a really hard time for Georgie Porgy. little Georgie <laughs> Schaefer at yes. that time. Yeah. Yes. All right, I like that. Georgie Porgy. I do remember that one. Seltzer, a use of a name common as a word or a phrase in society. Well, Richie calls me Jimmy. A lot of people call me Jimmy now. So I'll go with that one. When you Jimmy rig something. Jimmy rig something. That's a good answer. We're going to get great answers today. I Are should you- use Jerry for that. Well, there's, that's yeah, true. I've heard both. Yes. I've heard both, too. I hear Jerry more, but I do hear Jimmy. That's interesting. Uh, Rhea, what do you got here? Every Tom, Dick, and Harry except for John knows Nick Sirianni's coming back. Yep. Tom, <laughs> Dick, and Harry's a very good one. That's... J- John, are you hoping like he brings him to the news conference and fires him I there? Mean, <laughs> be there's awkward. Still, there's still <laughs> not a happening. No, it's not. It's not. We heard the story with Doug that it was just sort of a last straw thing. Like, this is really pushing it. This is not easy. What they're doing, what they're asking Nick to do, like, hey, just fire this guy, fire this guy. We're going to lead you around by the nose, and you do the dirty work just to stay afloat, just not to happen. stay around. Like, he could finally say, you know what the heck with this? It's not worth it. Like, what you're doing to me is unfair. So, no, but so it's possible. But, but you know they've already had that conversation in the last week. You know that. You're common sense enough to know that. I would expect yeah, that, you know. yes. But right. he could still just crack. Well, he could still. I'm holding out hope. I know it's unrealistic, yep. Joe, and th- it hurts. I don't want this. And I do think you are just de- delaying the inevitable, that next season at some point you will end up saying, hey, this is not the coach well, that we thought he was going to grow into yeah. being, Jeffrey Lurie. Look, they did that with Ray after 98, excuse me, after 97 when they brought him back for 98, which was a dead man walking, and they went 3-13. and 13. They did that with Andy after 2012. Excuse me, after I'm getting all my years wrong. After 2011, when a lot of people thought it was done and should be done, and they brought him back, and you know Andy went four and twelve in 2012. I mean, there is there is precedent of what you've seen from the prior year is bodes poorly. It's a waste of a season. With that said, they made that. the playoffs three years in a row. I mean, you know this this isn't like they just went six nine and one like the 97 Eagles, or okay. they just went eight and eight like the. 2011 we Eagles. We watched the team lose faith in the coach. We watched the wheels fall off. I understand that you feel like you can reset some things by firing, by making this coach fire yeah. a lot of people away, but it's still going to be this this group of players. They've watched this coach make some questionable choices in terms of plays and, and – uh, design everything else do they trust that he puts them in the best position to make plays all the time i don't think that's i don't think that's the way they feel any longer and and i again i don't think you can put that jack back in the box all right give us give us a great answer jack by the way is a good one both the way john just said it and also the way brian dawkins would normally say it Dawkins would be like uh, yo jack he did say listen jack listen, listen jack I think he it's might a have, great one, man. He might have said "bub" a lot too, because he was a big Wolverine know, fan. Yeah. Logan yep. would say "bub" a lot. John, can you remind me, Seltzer? Make sure on, an, on a weekly basis you remind me to use the word "jack" in this sense. I want to, you know, <laughs> want to be like talk. no problem, Jack. Yeah, I mean, it's you can't steal it from me. It's going to be my thing on the show. <laughs> okay, yo, it does Jack. Sound all right, cool. Jack. Yeah, it does. Like yo, Jack. Yeah. It's very yeah. cool. It's very all right. 
Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.